Having an effective presence on social media can make all the difference for growing your career in tech. Twitter is one of the most popular social media platforms in use today, making it a great place to grow and create your brand as a software engineer. Hi, everybody. It's your host, Samantha and Tricia, and we're back with another episode that you don't want to miss on the Deeper Than Tech podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career in an industry that was not designed with us in mind. We'll be diving deep into this topic, but before we do, if you're loving this podcast so far, make sure you head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. So Tricia is very famous on Twitter. She has a big following. And I'm just curious to know, what are some tips for using Twitter as your brand as a software engineer? Okay, so famous, I would say you're stretching that a bit. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm famous. No, you're, but you're to... <laughs> definitely famous. <laughs> okay. But to answer your question, so my tip is that you share what you're learning. So you bring attention to yourself by sharing to the world what you are learning and how you're learning it. And so how I did it in the first place was that I joined communities, tech communities, to learn from other people, to learn how to code. And once I did that, I also developed this want to share what I'm learning. And once I shared what I was learning, what I was doing, what I was building, a lot of people saw what I was doing and they became attracted to the content that I was bringing out. And so that built my brand for being someone who builds CSS arts because that's how I started. I used to build CSS arts. I used to build websites with CSS and JavaScript. I shared those things and that built my brand as a, you know, like a beginner, a learner, someone who's new in front-end development. And a lot of people came to know me as Trisha, the CSS girl, because that's what I used to share. And so a lot of things around CSS, that's how I built my brand. I have a blog site that's mainly for CSS. My Twitter account now is mixed with all these other contents, but before it was only CSS puns, CSS arts, CSS projects. And that's how people came to know me on Tech Twitter as someone who loves CSS. The person who's like CSS is easy, CSS is fun. That was me. <laughs> And once people knew that I was someone who represents CSS, I would be invited to collaborate on CSS projects or maybe go on Twitter spaces to speak about CSS. And so building a personal brand is about, should I say an idea on how people should see you or how you want people to see you and identify with you. And so you have to make sure that whatever you are associating yourself with, people can easily remember you with that thing. And so when people think CSS, hopefully they think of me <laughs> because that was my goal. And that's how I have done it with myself, personal branding. So when you talk about niching down into CSS, a lot of people who are like new to like Twitter might be scared. I need to figure this out quickly so I can niche down. And that might be stopping them from starting. Do you recommend just like niching down quickly or just like starting? Just start. It's really, it's better that way. 
because that's how I literally started. I did not start with CSS only content. I started with 100 days of code and sharing my progress using 100 days of code. And after that, I started sharing like HTML and CSS projects. And after that I shared threads and I saw that threads don't actually work well for me. And you know, it's a whole process. I didn't like up and go and start with CSS on Twitter. It just happened that while I was learning how to code, how to be a front end developer that I discovered that, oh, I love CSS. I really love CSS. And a lot of people don't love CSS. They find it difficult. They find it tedious. They find it annoying. And I made that my niche to make sure that, you know, people see the good side of CSS. And that's how I decided that, okay, I want CSS to be my niche. And so to the other person who's just starting out on Twitter, just start, you will find in the process that maybe you like something and that something might be your niche and people will like that. And it's a process. You can't discover your niche in one day. Yeah, that's my advice. You just start and then you'll see along the way what people like, what you like and how you can make that a success for your Twitter page account. Well, I'm glad that you like CSS because I do not. And so I'm glad there's someone out there who who is taking that lead. (laughs) It's a guessing game. I like, I don't mind it. It's not the worst thing in the world, but it's just a guessing game for me. So yeah. What are some other best practices for growing your brand on Twitter? Okay, so... Another thing I did was to make connections with people with higher accounts, with higher following, should I say? So instead of like focusing on me a lot, I actually did not intend on growing my following account. It just happened. And so the steps that I took is by first associating with high following accounts, commenting on other people's posts and commenting meaningful things as well. You don't comment just for the sake of commenting. You make sure you personalize it. If someone got a job, you don't just say congratulations. You just like, you know, you make it meaningful, personalized. You say, oh, I know how much you wanted to be a front-end developer. You started on this day. Now you got the job. You know, like you make it meaningful so people can see that you mean well you are genuine within your responses and also make your responses unique like sometimes i'm someone who likes to respond to tweets with should i say puns or sarcasm and then it ends up like getting so many likes and attention and so you know you want to be that person as well like it's a respectful but funny response and so yes so one is to connect with higher accounts number two you post genuine comments to those people's accounts the third one is being a authentic with yourself. Do not copy other people's stuff. It does not end well. I've never tried it, but I've seen people who copy my stuff and it makes me like you less because it shows that you are not authentic. You're not original. You're seeking out other people's content instead of using your own. So do make sure that you are authentic. Be yourself. People will like you for yourself and that will help you grow genuine and meaningful following and create meaningful connections with other people people. And the fourth one is optimizing your 
Twitter header and bio. So your profile, like use your real photo, let people know and see how you look. And your bio, just say like meaningful things of what people can expect when they follow you. Like what is your timeline about? So my bio is actually forgot. I haven't seen it in such a long time, but I know I said I love CSS and dog. I'm Devrel at strappyjs, strappy.io. And what else? I have a CSS community, but basically people can know that, okay, she's all about CSS. She's a host. She hosts Twitter Spaces. So your bio is really important because it shows what people can expect if they press that follow button. And yeah, just make your theme. Oh yes, have a theme color. Have a theme color. It's a way to set yourself different from other accounts and people can identify you with the color. So my color is brown and how I got the inspiration is because my background is brown and I was like, okay, brown looks nice on my skin so I can just use brown throughout my Twitter account and that's how I found my color, my brand color, which is brown. And yeah, I think those are a few tips that I can provide today on how you can optimize your Twitter account. Yes, I love this brown color. You are radiating. <laughs> off of Thank this, you. Your skin and the background is very beautiful. Yeah. Just to give you some examples of Tricia's tweets, I thought they were very funny. At first, I was like, who is this girl? <laughs> <laughs> like, as a developer, I rely 1% on myself and 99% on Google. <laughs> JavaScript was created in 10 days. It can't be learned in a week. What a scam. Like, they're just really funny. Sometimes they make no sense, which is awesome. But they're also just very, very <laughs> funny. So I loved it. I loved that. <laughs> so as a software engineer, how can we use Twitter to help grow our career? Ooh, okay. So I think someone has mentioned it before that Twitter is becoming your new CV, your new resume. So when you share what you are learning, what you are building, what you are contributing to in terms of open source, then people can see the sphere of influence that you have reached within those fields and people can see what you're building, how you are growing as well. And that also does attract potential hiring hires from people who want to hire you or to collaborate with you because it's building up your career. It's building up the footprint of where you have been because you are leaving what you are building online for everyone to see. And so people are witness to what you're building as a developer, as a software engineer. And it's like a footprint for your career as well. It's a resume, basically. That's all I can say. So if people can see what you've built they are witnessing that okay you are building this you know how to build this you're investing this much time you're posting about your project this and this uh, what's happening and so it's an eye opener to people who would want to hire you to work for them because your career you're putting it out there to people who are interested in it to work with you and I'd say that's important yeah it's basically important it's building your resume online on social media through your personal personal branding. That's awesome. Yeah, I tell people that usually you network to get a job. You don't really apply to jobs because your resume gets stuck in 
the bucket. But if you network, which is also like a thing you can do on Twitter, it's a lot easier to get a job. A lot of times companies, when they, two candidates are up for like hiring and they're not sure which one to choose. Sometimes they're going to go with the person who has kind of more of a bigger following just because it helps the company grow as well. Because like social media is like marketing one-on-one at this point. So having a good following or a good brand on Twitter, because you don't have to have a lot of followers to have a good brand on Twitter, but it's very important when it comes to like hiring and networking. The next question that I have for you is how often should you tweet on Twitter and should you only be tweeting tech related stuff if you want to have a software engineering brand? Okay, so that one is up to you personally. It's your personal decision. With me, as you can see, I don't share anything concerning my personal life because that's not what I want to use my Twitter account for. I only use my Twitter account for tech-related things. It's only tech stuff, and that's how I want it to be. And so someone else might want to show off a bit of tech side and their personal life, but it's truly up to you concerning that. Because you also have to remember that, as I've mentioned before, I said that your bio should be a little should I say a trial, a preview of what people can expect when they follow you. And so if you posted that you may be software engineer, I love JavaScript, I code projects contributing to open source, then people might expect to see you posting and retweeting things concerning open source, JavaScript, building in public and all that stuff. So you have to like incorporate what your bio says and what you are posting on your timeline. So it truly depends on you if you want to share anything else that is not tech related. I can't say anything about that. For me, I just like to post tech stuff, not personal stuff. And that's that's how it is. And then coming to how many times you should post a day, that it's more about quality over quantity because you can post a lot of times, but will your post be like valuable? You know what I mean? You can post as many times as you want, but is it valuable information? Is it something that's going to, I don't know, help people? Will people like it? Yeah. So it's more about you can post like once a week, but if you post once a week and your tweets are actually valuable things that help people, then it's worth the wait, honestly. And so when it comes to posting, how many times you should post, it's all about quality over quantity. You can post as much as you like, that's on you. But if you want to attract people, perhaps myself, I don't like to follow people who post a lot of things that have have no meaning and so it's important to post quality stuff things that you know going to positively affect the other person who's reading your message and yeah basically post what you would like to see what you would like someone else to do if they were following you so <laughs> that's all i can say on that no that's very good advice thank you so much again for joining us on the deeper than tech podcast until next time bye bye enjoy your day